0: Hello and welcome to another episode of uh, Houston We Have a Podcast. Um, so we're doing something pretty big today. Um, I don't know how long it's been. It's been uh, several years since we started this journey. Um, and uh, if you'll remember our very second episode, uh, not the first one, uh, we had our friends from Bitter and Broke join us uh, to, to start uh, to to start everything with uh, Houston, we have a podcast. So we have returning guests, Aaron in Japan. <laughs> uh, sorry, Aaron and Yoshi. Uh, we've come full circle. Um, uh, for our, our special uh, three year, what number is this episode, Carson?
1: Hundred. Uh, the numbers started getting really fucked up, but we're on our fifty
0: fourth episode. All right. Cool. Nice. So yeah, we've come full circle on our 54th episode, joined by our friends uh, from Bitter and Broke. Check them out on uh, on Twitch. Um, and uh, we have returning guests, Aaron and Yoshi, uh, joined by their new band member, Jay, uh, who has requested that I do not expose the government name. Um, and as always, uh, we have our regular host, Carson and myself. Um, and today... Uh, because we have such uh, famous musicians on the podcast, no. we are going to be talking about the no. music of movies, <laughs> which is something that I've wanted to talk about for a long time uh, on the pod. Uh, I just haven't figured out how to do it um, because I don't know music, um, but luckily these guys do. Uh, so we're gonna get we're gonna get started first uh, with our brand new guest Jay. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself. Uh, to our audience using uh, a movie that represents you and a movie character that represents you.
2: Uh, so, yeah, my name is Jay, uh, 25 years old, Scarborough born and bred, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not going to give my Govvy name because, <laughs> you know, that was kind of discussed earlier. But anyway, um, movie that describes me, um, honestly, Lord of the Rings, um, just, just the, the amount of character development um, all throughout, the trilogies, um, just, yeah, stuff like that. And um, a character that best describes me, uh, Batman from uh, The Dark Knight Rises, uh, just him as a character getting over a hump mentally, physically, you know, and then as the movie progresses, you know, uh, there's a lot of, uh, again, character development. That's just a big thing for me. Um, You know, getting over this hump in his head, and finally, just pursuing what he wanted to pursue. I'm not going to give any spoilers for all those who haven't watched the movie, uh, but it's quite the, the character development, and I feel like that ties into me a lot.
0: So yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, well, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, um, Aaron and Yoshi. Um, our uh, our audience is very familiar with you guys, so you don't have to introduce yourselves. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 um, So, uh, to start it off, like I said before, uh, I've wanted to talk about this for a long time. Um, it's for, it's weirdly something that I've been, uh, uh, really passionate about, um, because I feel like music in movies, um, they, they really, they can make, um, I don't know, they they can make movies matter to me so much more just with how it makes you feel, uh, especially in certain moments, um. And at the same time, it can uh, it could take away from a movie. Um, I mean, I'll use Suicide, the first Suicide Squad as a good example where, I mean, the movie itself already wasn't that good. But just the fact that they had all these pop songs in it, like, uh, just, like, forced in just to be like, hey, look, we're cool, right? Like, this, this is what Guardians of the Galaxy is doing right now. We want to do it too. But they're just doing it, like, shitty. Um, it it really takes like it can take you out of the movie and it can really oops, it can add to the experience. So um, and it, even like even songs without like just the the soundtracks or the uh, uh, what, what do you call it when it's just when there's no
3: words score <laughs> just okay yeah the
0: score um, yeah like it it can give you a certain vibe um without even having having any any words or lyrics in the song and it just really adds to the experience of the movie so um i wanted to talk to you guys uh about this and and kind of open it up um and and kind of look at whether um music or like good music or good, a good score can save a bad movie or vice versa um and talk about like uh some some movies with good sound, uh sorry some good movies with bad soundtracks and good movies with bad bad uh good movies with bad soundtracks um and see what your experience is like with that kind of stuff um, so yeah that's uh, that's kind of where I'm coming from
3: you want to start follow
0: me yeah. yeah i mean uh, I'll, I'll give a few examples like um um, I, I brought this up earlier when we were talking about it, but like if you've ever seen the first Kingsman movie. So there's a scene in, um, the church where the, like the Kingsman, like the spy, he's, he's doing like a, he's investigating the, the, the supervillain's plan. And it takes him to this, like this, um, it's like a, a parody of the Westboro Baptist Church where they're all like these crazy, crazy, uh, extremists. Um, and then the, samuel L. jackson the villain he like turns on this like signal to make everyone start killing each other the and 5G. then the song huh it's the 5g yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> five, the five <laughs> that movie was ahead of its time apparently <laughs> but uh so it's um the song Freebird bird by leonard skinner starts playing and it's just this fucking just mayhem of like everyone killing each other in the most violent and uh just in insane way possible. And it's just like, it, it's crazy. Um, I just can't really like describe it. You have to watch it yourself. So if you're not familiar with the scene, uh, don't watch it with any kids, but check it out. Um, but the song, like just the, from the beginning to end, like the slow build. And then like, when things are really picking up, there's like that guitar solo from Freebird Free that is just like, it's adding that, that to the scene. And um, I don't know. That's something that I also should have called out in our last episode with uh like action movies but uh yeah that's like that's one example of a really good get really good use of uh of a song um there's uh I'm trying to think of a bad one um okay. uh, bad
3: movie good score uh Tron legacy I hated the movie loved the music <laughs> you know what I mean like I thought daft punk did a really good job of like i don't know what it's called where they're in charge of just the musical score the entire time i don't know their job is just all right just score the entire fucking movie um i thought they did a really great job at just dictating what the mood should be in every scene but the movie itself i wasn't a fan of i still like the original trot much better
1: yeah, that that's an interesting one yeah. with like Tron Legacy and, and you bring up like, was it their job to just like, you know, score the movie or were they part of it? And it's like, you can tell in certain movies where the director worked with the composer and said, like, we're going to do this together. We're going to edit the scenes to match. Like, this is kind of a collaborative effort versus, hey, I finished a movie. Give me some music for it. Because um paulo to your point around the the free Bird scene in kingsman like you can tell they edited that scene for that song like it wasn't just like oh we have a cool song now put it over top like you actually had to edit certain like punches and kicks and shots to the music and same with like tron legacy like you can feel like they were part of that experience would it have been a better m- movie if they weren't i don't know because as you said like it didn't turn out to be that good of a movie but the music it wasn't just like overlaid over top like it was ingrained as part of the movie i feel
0: so that one is a good example, I think, of like good music saving, maybe not saving a bad movie, but it kind of made the movie because I remember like way back when, when we, when we first heard about like the Tron movie and uh, how Daft Punk was going to do the soundtrack for it. Like we it went to watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, we were we were yeah. all hyped about it. We were like, we want to watch this movie because of Daft Punk. And then it just like to turn out the movie was okay. I still like, I, I don't mind it, but it's all right. Definitely, it, it, like the the music is what made us want to watch the movie. So I mean, may, I I can't think of any other example though where like good music would save a bad movie. I I think that was like the best example that I could find. But I, it's it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty um uh well, I don't know it's it's not I I think it's not really possible for that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the soundtrack would never dictate if a movie is good or not. You know what
1: I mean? So my argument for that, and maybe it's a bit controversial, is Interstellar. Because in my opinion, Interstellar is an okay movie, but when you put that soundtrack over top, and especially like the, the docking scene, I don't know if you guys remember that one, it elevates it to a good movie. And so otherwise, I would not have liked that movie as much, in my opinion.
3: Interesting. do you not like it yeah that makes sense of course yeah actually does the the fucking best shit ever
0: he does but you know what sorry before we get into that i'm just curious carson do you not like it because of uh, because it's unrealistic no like i
1: i actually like that it made a pretty unrealistic topic pretty realistic like as far as it goes like for the topic of what they were trying to do like the fact that you made the spaceship feel like it was one sheet of aluminum it felt like real metal like all of it felt really real and grounded i just thought the story was really stupid
3: (laughs) okay fair shit yo okay on the flip side of good movie or bad movies good soundtrack good movies but good soundtrack like i loved drive like, I thought that the music added to the movie. You know what I mean? Like, the movie was a really good... They they did great, but I thought that the music kind of put it over the top for me. Just with how, like, that 80s, like, synth... I, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it, it just felt right for that movie. You know what I mean?
0: And there's, there's a lot of movies that that do that pretty well um that that matched the vibe of the movie um like uh i feel like the first guardian well the both guardians of the galaxy movies did that pretty well um baby driver is a good example um
4: those are real songs though right those were actual um yeah recorded like like like, like it's a it's they're 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 recording musicians it wasn't like a a score or soundtrack it was
2: yeah they just pulled a bunch
4: of songs right Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So so that's really cool. Like, it's like they did the, I think they did it better than the Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of doing something similar. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like in Guardians of the Galaxy, it was more, um, they had like an emotional attachment to it. So that was was good. Because, I mean, that's what music is, right? Like, it makes you feel an emotion, makes you feel some type of way brings back memory so i like that connection that they did but p- pure sound wise like i feel like baby driver did what Gal- guardians of the galaxy did but better they picked the right songs and they, i think it really
0: fit each scene so yeah one thing that you mentioned there yoshi is that like it it like it adds to the emotion of a yeah. scene or like the movie
3: mm-hmm.
0: i'm i was always always curious about like and this is kind of where this this episode came from but like how like how do how can movie directors do that well? Like when they do it well, why does it work so well? Like I I think like from a mu like from a musician standpoint, I, I obviously you do a different kind of music, but um I don't know if you guys have any insight into like like what makes uh, when it when it's done well what makes it what makes it good? Like what what are the the elements about it that that,
2: uh, yeah, I, feel, I get it you. Uh, Yeah, the, the, I, f- I don't know if you guys watched the uh, there's like a behind the scenes on Black Panther, and uh, the the, the score or the music producer for that track he literally went to the, to the director and was like, Yo, so uh, let me let me hop in one of the scenes, let me see like what you guys are doing. So, this guy, I forget his name, it's like a com- complex name. Um, but anyway, he was just like, he just watched what was going on. He felt a vibe from the scene that they were doing, and he just worked from there. I just feel like uh, whoever is producing the music for this movie just has to be on the ground as well. Has to catch the vibe of what's going on. You know, I love movies when in the soundtrack, there's this, there's, this always, uh, there's always there's uh, always a particular melody that runs through these tracks. Um, and that's just what I'm into. Uh, yeah, so I, I feel like if you want to have a good score with the movie, you really got to be in the trenches with the director, with the actors. You really got to, you know, feel the the energy of, of that shoot.
1: I feel like that's one thing to be producing a score. Like, you're actually making mu- music for the movie versus trying to pick existing music. But I do think, like, in both ways, you have to know what the music is ahead of time. Uh, because, like, in Baby Driver, when he's, like, dancing to the music and he's doing like the car windshield wipers to the song it's like you would have had to know that that was the song he was listening to before you shot the scene whereas again to the point I was making to before like if you tried to just throw a song in afterwards it wouldn't have fit and so how you come up with the right music I think it's less about picking the right song and more about making it good by making the scene good because if the scene is good and the scene and the music mesh together then the song is elevated to what it to more than what it was before
0: so there's one there's one movie that i'm thinking of that like it it might contradict or i don't know it might prove that point um so i i i I doubt anyone has seen this, but it's called Battle Battleship Island. I think it's a Korean movie that I saw on a plane one time. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: hear me out, okay? <laughs>
3: um,
0: so it's it's this movie about like these in World War II, like like these Korean people were like held uh, uh on an island to build battleships for the Japanese army, and then it's just about them trying to escape. And then the actual escape scene, like it's 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 an okay movie. It's nothing special, but then. The escape scene, I remember this in particular because I don't know if you guys have heard this song um, um, by uh, en- Enio how do you say his name? Carson Ennio Moric- Morricone? Morricone. Yes. Morricone? Right. Um Who does, who did um, the gold, something gold?
1: The ecstasy of gold, which is the <laughs> intro music that you heard at the start of this podcast.
0: That's <laughs> so useless. <laughs> I don't know I told you guys I don't know music um but anyways the whole like the whole escape scene like the climax of the movie when the like the slaves are escaping or like they're fighting back against the Japanese guys to to get away is like and it's like this huge epic battle scene and they're playing that song which is kind of like it's kind of out of place if you think about like the I don't know it, it feels like the the vibe of that song is like more it's like you know it from a Western, and obviously from our podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, like, this World War Two like, battle scene, and it it was, like, it was weird because, like, for me, it felt like it did add to the scene, even though it was kind of out of place. I think it's just that song is just good for, like, almost anything. Um, but uh, if you were to put it, I don't know, anywhere else, it wouldn't work as well. Um But, like, it it feels like, and so going back to Carson's point, it feels like they had this scene, like, where we, like, they're like, oh, we need this, we need a song that's, like, that matches the epicness of the scene. So they just plucked the ecstasy of gold out of, like, out of the air, and then they paste it onto the scene, which kind of helped. (laughs) <laughs> that
1: reminds me of when I was in high school and we had this one report in my English class. We were reading To Kill a Mockingbird. And they were like, oh, your homework is to score this movie and like you have to pick this song goes with this scene. Um, and of course, being like, yeah, this is like was I was sick. like 13 or something. And of course, me being a 13-year-old, I scored the entire movie with Beethoven and Led Zeppelin, which is completely <laughs> inappropriate for To Kill a Mockingbird. Hey, but...
3: hey it's fire. <laughs> That's awesome. It's awesome
0: when you were thirteen you picked all, you picked that? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Can we get a sample? Think about, think about like shitty soundtracks that that became like the like the song. Like what I'm thinking of lately was uh how Spider Man one used the fucking hero of all songs. I thought that was just like the worst choice for for songs for something like Spider like you think of Spider Man, you don't think of Chad Kroger's hero you know what i mean like or even like batman why the frig did they use kiss from a rose (laughs) i completely forgot about that you know what i mean like oh yeah i don't know (laughs) sorry i've been drinking
0: (laughs) (laughs) so good examples of uh good songs bad well not bad movie those those two weren't bad
3: Hey, I love that. forever.
0: Ill ill fitting songs for decent movies.
3: Yo, do do
4: like audio cues count? Cause that's pretty cool. And like older horror movies, like I don't think they have that
0: too much anymore. Like the ones that just add like create jump scares. Like, <laughs> it,
4: it well, not not that, but back in the day, they used to have like strings plucking for like when they're sneaking, and then all of a sudden they'll have something like the the way they arranged. The music with what's happening on stage was almost like it was like a, like a stage show almost. And I think, I think you know, those kind of movies, the older movies might be tough to watch. They're not bad movies, obviously, uh, but it might be tough to watch. But they do have cool ideas like that. And just to add on that, like, I think it's been. When was the last time there was like a track like the Indiana Jones track or like the Back to the Futures tra- track track? For like Star Wars. Like it's been a long time, man. John Williams like still
0: alive. Something iconic like that? Yeah, John yeah, like Williams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Williams did the new Star Wars movies as well.
3: Yeah, and there weren't memorable soundtracks. They just felt like a star like a song that would fit the Star Wars universe, but it wasn't like iconic, like Imperial March or Yeah, well yeah, you know? he's
4: written what? Like basically how many albums has he written? How many movies have, have there
3: been? Everything <laughs> like, that fucking what's his name did? Um it's uh, tough, man. Yeah, Spielberg, right? Like Jaws, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, shit like that. Uh, Jaws is crazy. You what? Like, yo, I put I put John Williams over Hans Zimmer any day, just because of like *The Phantom Menace*. I think that was one of the illest. Like *Duel of the Fates* is probably one of the craziest. This is pod racing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, *Duel of the Fates* made that entire movie. If the entire movie
4: had just Duel of the Fates the entire time, I would have, yeah, it would have been like 10 out of 10. Just on an endless loop for two <laughs> yeah, hours. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For every single scene, dude. See, this,
0: this is the, the, in, the musician's insights that we were really looking for. <laughs> for <dude.
4: laughs> just find a banger and then just play that for the rest of the two-hour movie and you're good, man. And then I'll, I'll, the I'll, pay, I'll pay premium price tickets, yo. <laughs>
0: yeah, I will say like John John Williams, I, I, my, I think my preference is I, I would prefer Hans Zimmer to the John Williams because of like a few good ones. Cause Hans Zimmer has like done really good ones and then like really shitty movies. Whereas like, if you look at John Williams, he's really, I don't think he's really done anything bad, maybe like forgettable, like the new star Wars movies, but um, yeah, like Hans, like Hans Zimmer has done like glad, like the gladiator um, score was fucking epic.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Like, Inception, I really like. Um, but then at the same time, he's he, he did, like, I don't know, Transformers, Age of Extinction, and Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. <laughs> he did
3: the Haunt movies,
1: too. Yeah, yeah, like, all composers, they do, like, 10, 15 movies a year. Like, they're going to do some shit ones every now and then. <laughs> or, like, sometimes they just get credited as doing a movie because someone stole enough of their music that they actually have to give them credit um i.e. Transformers that's what happened I don't think he wrote original music for that but it's also really hard to compare Williams and Zimmer because they do such different styles like John Williams he, he has that grand iconic scores whereas like Hans Zimmer is much more of like that softer emotional stuff so it's like they're doing their own things
3: I look for Hans Zimmer for like nice landscapes and shit Mm -hmm. like that. Like very, okay, let's look at the environment around us. And I feel like John Williams is really good at being like, all right, this is just the tone straight up. You know what I mean? Like he's good at establishing tones. Yeah. And then you have like Danny Elfman, who's kind of like an in-between. He can kind of do like the very background-esque type of stuff, very plucky. Like I'm thinking men in black, like that kind of scoring. You know what I mean?
0: I just looked him up, and he looks like Elton John.
3: Danny yes. Elfman did shit with like, uh, like Family too. Guy too.
0: Did Wait, he?
4: He
3: did. He did music for Family Guy. Yeah.
0: That's that's. Did he do the theme? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was all set. <laughs> he does
1: all the Disney stuff, doesn't he? Like he wins an Oscar every two years for some Disney stuff. he
4: did. Who wrote the Frozen soundtrack? Because whoever that person is, is drowning in money. Oh, sure, sure.
0: 100%. Do people still like frozen? I feel like that craze has completely disappeared.
3: Nah, not people. I'm sure. I still haven't. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure some sleep sleep. countries in the world are still just getting to Frozen. Wow.
0: That's, <laughs> Do that's you
3: think real. they have Frozen in North Korea, guys?
0: Do <laughs> <think> they have. <laughs> Wait, that was going to be bad. <laughs> Do you think they have frozen in Egypt? Because <laughs> it's Dude, hot.
4: You're dumb. It, You're I dumb. I think it's impossible. You're dumb. <laughs> You're dumb.
0: Anyways, oh. so
3: <laughs>
2: wait, sorry. Were you gonna say something, Aaron?
3: <gasps> no, okay, I was just gonna say an honorable mention for like good movies. I, I think it was a good movie. Good movie and good sound. Um, uh, fucking hustle and flow. <laughs> <laughs> i love that fucking movie. kung fu hustle sorry i heard hustle and flow kung fu hustle
4: it's crazy too
0: kung oh, but, okay. but did you love hustle and flow because it was actually good music or because it was funny
3: <laughs> i thought it was great music i thought it represented exactly what that music was at the time like it was three six mafia who wrote um the music for that entire movie and was it uh, really? yeah yeah and it got him a fucking grammy for that it's hot out here for a pimp (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) trying to get the money for the rent
0: true um (laughs) while we're giving shout outs i i also want to uh call out um book um which is a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh the female super bad. Um which that the soundtrack for that movie um not only fits but it's like fire like all the way through. Um really good movie, really good soundtrack if you want to check it out. I mean I've 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 shouted it out like multiple times on the podcast. But anyways. <laughs>
1: One other thing I wanted to mention in this category was like, if you're, cause I was thinking about like, what's some of the greatest songs that have ever been in a movie. And I feel like to pick a category like that, it's not enough to just be a song. Like I tried to pick appreciation for scenes where the song is actually a plot point in the movie. Um, and I'm sure there's like a couple other examples about this, but one of my favorites is a movie that I know no one here has seen uh, called Youth, uh, which is from an Italian director, uh-huh. Paolo Sorrentino. Uh Um, but it's actually like a major plot point of the movie throughout the entire thing of like the the movies about this composer who's being asked to like do this song over and over again. And he like hates the song. And then by the end of it, like there's a whole emotional reason as to why and like connection to other people. And so like the movie ends on the song and it's not just about like, Hey, it's a good song or not. It's like actually an actual plot point. Um, I would say a more recent comparison, which it's not really an original song, but like the drum solo at the end of whiplash. Like it's mm. it's not just a drum solo. Like it actually has meaning in the story.
0: Actually, yeah, that's a really good example. I'd even I'd even consider that.
4: So is it like that final track in the dance battle, the final dance battle scene, and you got served? Is that what you're saying, Carson? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Without having that's seen odd. it, sure, yeah.
4: <laughs> that's an when incredible movie. Put got- it on your watch
0: list. <laughs> Carson just finished talking about youth. From an Italian director, <laughs> PSC, you got served. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yo, Lil Kim is in it. Omarion's in it. Highly recommended, yo. yo
3: great soundtrack. Yeah, After I have
4: that. no idea why it didn't single. win a
3: Grammy. Yeah, yo. <laughs>
0: Incredible.
3: Shout out to Joe Budden.
0: All right. Does anyone have any parting thoughts on uh, on uh, mo- these movie soundtracks and uh, scores before we move on?
3: Oh, Shrek. last one. Th- oh yeah, that was good too. Yeah. I was going to say fucking Purple Rain, which is which should be pretty obvious, <laughs> considering that, yeah, that was kind of Prince's whole breakout thing, best album he ever made. Um, and the music did serve a lot to the actual movie itself. You know, like, he pretty much made the music to the movie. So that's I know. A, a, a cheat move, <laughs> you know?
0: Not really. I know absolutely nothing about Purple Rain. You should watch it. It's pretty fucking good.
1: Uh what, one what scene is- I was going to mention was one of my favorite music scenes in a movie that is also probably one of the dumbest uh but well deserved and it was the sabotage scene in Star Trek Beyond. Oh yeah. Which was ridiculously dumb but I was like okay you've earned it at this point.
2: But it wasn't <laughs>
3: it was a
0: dumb. It was dumb.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheap move. Sabotage is such a cheap move.
0: You know what if if it's if something's fun in a movie you can get away with a lot of shit. I, and that's that's going to be the theme for when Carson and I go through our top 10s of the year later on. <laughs> Sick. Well not our top 10s, just my top 10, not Carson's. Um <laughs> anyways, um so to uh really flex uh the uh the knowledge and experience of our our fellow musicians here, not fellow, sorry, just the only musicians here um uh we're going to be rescoring uh, a movie or an iconic movie scene and i've given this to everyone here um to try and uh either maybe like update a song that's already in the scene or a, a scene that doesn't like an iconic scene that doesn't have music that one was probably a little bit harder i don't know if i, I couldn't do that because most iconic movie scenes that don't have music have that for a reason. Um, and that's something I found when I was trying to do research for this, but Hey, whatever, there's no, whatever you guys decided to do, I'm interested to hear. Um, I mentioned before, like, so I was trying to do this and it's really, really hard. Um, I think the, the biggest takeaway that I got from this is that, um, most movie directors who make good scenes know what they're doing when it comes to the music, because I couldn't really change anything. Um, I think though there's one example like maybe just updating. I don't know. It's like not even a good, not even a good or cool movie, but Wanted. You know the one that are like curving the bullets and everything. Um, the final uh, action scene when the guy he's like fighting back against the whatever who the the, the sci- secret society whatever. There's some like generic like heavy metal music playing when he's like shooting everyone. Uh, I changed that to uh, "The Pretender" by Foo Fighters uh, because. Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, if you listen to the the lyrics of uh, "The Pretender," at least for the at the beginning, it it actually kind of fits in the in what's happening in the movie. Um, but I'm not going to sing it. Listen to the song, watch the scene, <laughs> and you'll you'll understand. Just an example, a shitty one at that. Uh, but I wanted just to use that to kick it to you guys to see what you came up with.
4: Paulo, did you? Were you the kind of kid that would put Lincoln Park tracks over anime and make <laughs> montage and post it on YouTube?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know there was I I downloaded one from uh, from Kazaa back yeah. in the day, which was Kaza. like oh, <laughs> Resident Evil Two, like the cinematics from the game, but set to uh, like some rock song. I think it was like <laughs> probably something like that yeah I was super down with those <laughs>
4: yeah yeah it's like 100% anything Linkin Park or Evanescence on Matrix
2: <laughs> mm,
4: mm, mm, brings it up from whatever it is just add like 20, 20 more points to the score to, to Matrix <laughs> to every single Matrix movie by having Linkin Park or Evane- and or Evanescence on it maybe a bit of so- corn you know
0: Cool. <laughs> so every single song from those three artists just continually playing throughout all the. Well,
4: obviously it's you know it's it's picked out, but every scene will have.
0: <laughs> Wait, is, is that your answer?
4: Y- yeah, it is. It is. It is. But as I was saying out loud, it sounds a bit more ridiculous than I thought. <laughs> um, but no, I'm down for that. Like, do you remember the rave scene? Do you? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the rave scene with the oh I would yeah with Linkin Park on it. Mm, give me a little bit of that that numb, you know.
0: <laughs> you know, I was trying to I was trying to change this the music for the the lobby fight scene in <laughs> Matrix 1 and I couldn't do it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you got to do the the Evanescence Bring Me to Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the track you're looking for. Try it out after so it was, after this. It was
0: that easy. It was it was yeah. in the back of my mind the whole time. <laughs> I <could've...
4: laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, you know what else would be hilarious? If you if you took Eight Mile, but then put someone some other rapper's music on it, and there's no Eminem.
0: Put Eminem. Eminem. Um all right. <laughs> any any other ones? <laughs> any Japan?
4: Um Godzilla, but everything composed by Hans Zimmer, I think that would be pretty sick. Like the, the OG Godzilla. I think he who did Pacific Rim? I don't know. Uh, whoever did the music for Pacific Rim needs to do the music for, for God they need to go back in time uh however many years what seven years and
0: you want to put this the soundtrack to pacific rim and apply it to 1950s godzilla
4: no whoever wrote (laughs) no 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 whoever wrote pacific whoever composed pacific rim i want him to go back in time and compose the original godzilla soundtrack i think it was
1: composed by Raman jawadi
4: yeah shout out to my boy jawadi yo
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait that was that's pacific rim yeah Oh okay. Oh yeah, RIZA. RIZA? RZA is. Oh no, he did. He ri He wrote one of the songs. That's pretty
3: cool. That's insane. He does a
1: lot of music, movie music now.
3: Yeah, like he did. Um, Man with the iron fist. Sure oh did yeah. The entire thing for that.
0: Wow. Okay. I had no idea he had anything to do with Pacific Rim, though. Oh
3: yeah. True. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were in. By the way, <laughs> Paulo, you were you were
4: in Pacific Rim.
0: I was in Pacific Rim. Yeah.
4: You were. Were you? Uh, mm-hmm. What were you? Were you a Kaiju?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the the eighty foot monsters. <laughs> um. Uh, Aaron, what did you? What do you got? Okay,
3: so I think the biggest missed opportunity ever is why hasn't Roland been in all of the Fast and the Furious movies? That okay. is my suggestion. Every time they get in a car, anytime they do anything car related, you hear like that Biscuit. song. Yeah, <laughs> that song has so much depth, yo. Like, there's so many different parts of that song. You know, they're just getting ready. You just hear guitars and shit. And then, yeah, you use a roll in by Limp Biscuit. That is my answer, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if you got the guitarist <laughs> car from Mad Max,
4: and you had that beside? the fast and furious folks the entire time that'd be sick that would be sick what the entire time you know the crazy the, the guy with the flaming head that's chained up and he's playing guitar the entire time yeah and they're driving mad max
0: you would bring put that guy in,
4: fast and, in furious. fast and furious and then have him play guitar the entire time
0: he's not part of the <laughs> family
4: maybe <laughs> they could adopt him i don't know
1: by the way that guy's name is coma doof
0: the guitarist like yeah. the real name or no no no
1: the character's name is the Koma <laughs> oh, doof
0: warrior
4: yo okay. Dude, doof is That's my boy i love him the doof.
0: shout out to the doof yeah man uh jay what about you
2: yo honestly whenever i listen to i listen to a score a lot instead of like actual songs. So i'm very interested in like strings and like all these orchestra instruments i uh, personally man like spider-man one honestly I, I just you know how marvel has like They're very iconic melodies. I mean, I don't know, Aaron and Yoshi, if you know. Like, da you know? I just felt like that movie was just missing that. Like, to me, it was an iconic movie, you know? Um, And it was was a good movie, but I just, the soundtrack to me, especially, like, the suspenseful parts, like, it just really, it didn't really set the mood for me. So, you know, definitely I would have made that score way better. I
0: don't know what I would do, but I would do (laughs) it. <laughs> so when you say spider-man one that's the Tobey maguire spider-man one right yeah classic all right classic. <laughs>
2: but like a soundtrack i don't know man
0: uh less nickelback more epic yes please, uh, orchestral yes, please. music <laughs> um all right carson
1: yeah it was hard for me to think about because in my opinion a bad soundtrack is one that's boring not one that's like weird or bad like if you pick something that's it's hard to pick a movie with a bad soundtrack because it, it's just a bad movie like you can't pick a good movie with a bad soundtrack because a bad song will ruin a scene whereas a boring one you can still have it be a, a memorable enough movie that you would remember it it's just like completely boring background um and for me like if i'm just thinking about like boring background stuff i think like early mcu movies where it was just about boring like in more recent stuff in the last like few movies since like Endgame and stuff like they've tried to up their game a bit cause they got a lot of complaints, but a lot of their earlier stuff was just really boring. Um, but as we were having this conversation, I, I was trying to think of something that I would actually have an idea to replace. Um, and this is my excuse to talk about Annette once again, uh, the <laughs> musical this year with Adam driver. So I talked about this movie a lot. I watched it. I was ultimately disappointed by it. Um, but then I listened to the soundtrack afterwards and the soundtrack is so much more so much better than every song that's in the movie, even though it's the same song, because they purposely put a rough version of the songs in the movie so that it sounds like someone is actually singing on set like and whatnot. And so I would just go back and replace the Annette soundtrack with the published soundtrack because it sounds so much better than what they actually put in the movie.
0: Is that kind of like what they did with La La Land?
1: I haven't been. Well, then seems a bit more polished. Like it seems like they like put the final like audio in it and then you just you just cut it to make it seem like they're singing that well, whereas like Annette it's like what if somebody just broke out in song on the sidewalk. And it's like I get the vibe that they were trying to go for, but if you're making a musical, you should at least have good music. I don't know.
2: Have you guys watched uh, Sweeney Todd?
0: Yeah. Sweeney no. Todd.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh my god, Johnny Depp, a uh, couple other uh, famous British actors. It's uh, it's quite interesting, um, it's basically just about a barber and he's just making meat pies.
0: You know, I don't want to say too much, if you guys haven't watched <laughs> it, uh,
2: I don't want to spoil anything unless I can, can I?
0: Hey, don't worry about spoilers, I, if anyone That's is cool. listening to this podcast, they know that we spoil everything without <laughs> giving any warning, so <laughs> just, uh, just go for it. Also, oh, so Sweeney Todd is like 10 years old.
1: <laughs> so, also, yeah. Sweeney Todd is like 170 years old. So. Oh,
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> well, the
1: real Sweeney Todd, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. The real Sweeney Todd. Yeah, like, he, basically, it was just, he owned a, a barber shop or a shave shop in, like, London. Like, this was, like, when another pandemic was happening there, you know what I mean? Like, it was in the midst of that, that era of time. So, basically, this guy,
3: mm-hmm.
2: he, was, uh, he was so angry at everyone that he would just kill people. Like while he's shaving them, like he's built a mechanism where he just slits their throat. And then as soon as they slit the, he slits up his, uh, their throat, they just fall into this bakery. So basically their bodies are used to make uh, meat pies. And it's a whole musical. <laughs> while
1: we're Delicious. on the topic of uh, eating people, did you guys know that Soylent Green takes place in 2022?
4: Damn, so that's, to mo- that's in a couple of days, man.
1: Yeah
0: jeez <laughs> looking forward to it wait so is, is sweeney taught a straight-up musical i haven't seen it it's a straight-up musical yeah
2: uh, the creator of uh that uh halloween christmas thing um the number before christmas tim burton. uh yeah tim burton he's the director of uh that musical pretty good man i watched a couple of times in high school and man they just called me hooked like it's it's very the music itself is very offset to the actual screening of the movie like, it's a very dark, ominous type movie, but the music, it very it very much describes what's going on in the scene. However, just the, the overall vibe of the song is very offsetting to the movie. Like if you, It's very, like, uh, orchestrated, very, like, jazz almost. But, like, the content of the movie is this man is just literally killing people as he <laughs> shaves them and then cooking them for meat pies and selling them. You know what I mean? And it's just upsetting to me. That's what, you know. Gross! <laughs> I recommend it, man. Ten out of ten. I recommend it.
3: Any any other musical? Any other oh. music
4: that y- that you guys fuck with? What's that? What's that? What's that stoner movie with Keanu Reeves and their musicians?
2: Bill and Ted. Bill oh. and Ted.
4: Yeah, yo. Put is Bill that and a, Ted... musical? That's <laughs> <not> a musical? <laughs> okay, guys, listen, 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 listen. Put Bill and Ted together with the Blues Brothers. Masterpiece, masterpiece, oh, Blue Brothers. masterpiece. Put that, put those two two universes, have them collide. Mm. <laughs> masterpiece, <laughs> masterpiece. I don't know if you've seen them, but I think they make a killer band.
1: A musical <laughs> I've tried to recommend to you guys a couple times is a uh, Tokyo Tribe, which is a rap battle musical, which That's I sick. still <laughs> recommend.
4: It's old, it's old. Is it based Tokyo in Tokyo? Tribe? And is it related to Tokyo Drift?
1: It is not related to Tokyo Drift.
4: <laughs> is it based in Tokyo? It is, yeah. Nice, nice. nice it's nice. it's
1: a Japanese movie.
0: Sick. It's a solid fifty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it looks. Oh yeah, it's not very good, but it's fun. It looks awesome. So
3: yeah, it's one the, of those... the poster looks crazy.
4: <laughs> Would you say it's There's a bad so movie with happening. a good soundtrack? Is that a good example, Carson? Maybe. Do they
0: actually rap battle in this? There, there is
1: no speaking. It is all in rap for like an hour and a half while they kill each other. (laughs) What? Oh, I'm down. I'm
3: watching this tonight. Uh, But they rap in Japanese. We need to watch this together. Uh, I'm here.
0: It's like Japanese and some English. Oh,
4: that's crazy.
0: Wait, there's
1: some English in it. Like some of their verses are in English.
4: Is there a movie oh. like that over
3: here? that's similar to that? So, the dude with two pistols in there's, the pictures.
0: Uh not like that. But probably not nothing like Tokyo <laughs> Tribe, but there is a a movie about battle rap that I I called out one like I don't know, maybe last year, uh that actually has battle rappers from like KOTD in it. Yeah. Uh called Bodied. I said I was going to watch it. I never did. But. Is that the
4: one that Eminem uh, I ended up directed it. or something?
0: M- Eminem produced it, I think. Yeah. Um, Wait, Aaron, did you say you saw it?
3: Yeah, I ended up watching it. How was it? Was it good? Was
0: it good? <laughs>
3: ah! <laughs> good soundtrack, <laughs> bad movie? Like the, uh, yeah, yeah, good soundtrack, bad movie. <laughs> All right, like I, think I mean, there was just so much focus on on like the personal shit, as opposed to just the raps, like I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to see them rap the entire time.
4: What if they talked about their personal stuff in rap, like Tokyo Tribe? you would have watched it hundred percent right hundred <laughs> percent would have
3: made a better right, movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right, awesome,
0: so. <laughs> 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 but uh i'm gonna make this transition so smooth, <laughs> so uh the last <laughs> um to uh wrap things up, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about um our our favorite or what we think the best uh musical biopics are, so like uh for example uh straight out of compton um like the story of n w a that's not mine, but just an example. <laughs> Um, so I'll start, uh, I'll go reverse order, uh, Carson, uh, what, what do you think? So
1: when I was thinking about like, there's a bunch of different ways that you can make a musical biopic and the spectrum that I kind of saw when I was looking at it was, Uh, the focus on the drama or the focus on the music, because you have some that are on one end of the spectrum where it's basically just like a concert DVD where it's like, this is an excuse for us to replace some music with some actor singing the songs instead. And the story is just really light to get you through the music. And then you have others where it's like, this is about the person and the music is maybe sprinkled in because people want to hear it. If they're going to see a movie about this person, I much prefer biopics that are in kind of that latter direction where it's like, I want to see the story about the person, because if I want to listen to their music, I can go on to YouTube or anywhere else and just listen to the music if I want. Like, I don't need to hear some cover of it. Um, so that said my favorite biopic is love and mercy, uh, which is a biopic of the beach boys, uh, Brian Wilson. So one of the, the characters played by Paul Dano, um, it does have some music in it, but like, it is more or less like more about the character and all like the troubles he's gone through throughout his life and his passion for music and what that's all about. Um, And so personally, that's the type of biopic that I like. Um, I'm probably going to disagree with a lot of the ones that you guys pick, but uh, (laughs) I guess we can get into it.
0: Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Who wants to be disagreed with first? Uh, how about you, Jay?
2: <laughs> uh, just out of the ones that I've watched recently, um, there's this, not really a biopic, or um, it is a biopic, but it's basically Ed Sheeran. Uh, he just basically, the, with the his oldest album, Divide, uh, just literally just talking about like the album process. Um, you know, he, he wrote Love Yourself for Bieber, right? So, I mean, it, it was interesting for me, just uh, watching how he did it, and talking about like the whole process of building his album, um, the theme behind it. I mean, Divide, right? Like Divide was, it's basically a mixture of different genre of songs. I mean, it was, you know, that's, I guess that's why it was called Divide. Uh, stuff like that. That's just uh, something that I've watched recently and I've uh, yeah, grown a, a lot of interest in it. That's just me. Cool. Uh,
0: what about you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Carson.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, if we're opening up documentaries, that's like a whole other subject too, because I would have thrown out the (laughs) Amy Winehouse documentary, which is fantastic for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh,
3: I haven't, I don't think, right. The one that's just called Amy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit. It's It's so good.
0: I've seen very few of like Eddie, like either one, like the documentaries or biopics, but, um, I, I think the one that I would pick is, uh, um, I, I think Ray. It's it, it's hard. It's hard to yeah. say Ray because like I know it's good. I I've seen it. I saw it a long time ago, and I know it was good. I just can't really remember it at this point. So if I'm gonna think, if I'm gonna, if I'm going to pick something also that I do remember, I guess I would say Rocket Man, which is the Elton John one. And I think it completely contradicts the one what Carson the point that Carson was making, because it's more so about like Taron Egerton singing Elton John songs. Which he does a really good job with, to be fair. It's pretty but, solid. Yeah, um, um, but I mean, in terms of like, like Elton John's life, it's. I mean, it, they they also go like they also focus on that quite a bit, but it's it's more. I feel like the focus of the movie was more on. Look, Taron Edgerton is singing Elton John, which was good. Um, so yeah, that was mine. My- like he um, does
1: an okay job. It's just like I'd just rather go listen to Elton John music.
0: <laughs> well, you know what's funny because though I, what's the song? I think I'm still I'm still standing with whatever that song is. I kind of prefer listening to the turn Edgerton version um, than the Elton John one, That's which is probably probably blasphemous. Whatever, fuck you, Elton John. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he Sir Elton fight. John. He can fight. <laughs> oh yeah, he can fight like from uh, Kingsman too. <laughs> um. Anyways, before I take any more heat for my 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 choice, um, Yoshi, what did uh, what was yours? Uh,
4: I did have an idea, but then, nah, 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 nah. You know the Miles Davis one? No, with Don Cheadle as Miles Davis. I thought that one was pretty cool. I mean, it's not a great movie, but like the mannerisms and 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 the the way he Don Cheeto plays Miles Davis is very is very close to actually him. Um, the audio obviously is not is not. I don't think it's Don Cheeto. I don't think it was Don Cheadle. I think it was like an actual recording. I don't remember exactly. Um, but
3: is it nice miles ahead
4: with Don Cheadle? Yes, yes. It's
0: directed by Don Cheadle. Yeah, and written by Don Cheadle. And <laughs> Don Cheadle. Nah.
4: Is it also called Cheadle?
0: <laughs> by Don Cheadle, Cheadle ahead. Don. Don, Don. <laughs> um, I did yeah, not no. even know this existed.
4: Yeah, right. It's 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 kind of cool because it captures you know. A very niche um genre of music i think that's not it. discussed as much re- nowadays so i think that's really
0: cool oh lakeith um, stanfield is in it too hmm. um the dude from uh like lots of things
3: sorry to bother you sorry to bother you yeah it's
4: okay man
0: cool <laughs> <laughs> That up, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so <sorry. laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, miles ahead. Um, Aaron, what about you?
3: Okay, so I have a few because I, I kind of love this genre, <laughs> but they're kind of random ass movies and the random performers too. So, like, uh, one of my favorite ones is called Great Balls of Fire and it's about um Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, why I loved it so much is because, A, they actually got Jared Lee Lewis to play all the piano parts live in the movie, so it was it was real shit. Like it's not like they at most of the movie actually focused on his hands and him actually performing the tracks and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I love the fact that they didn't hold back on what his whole controversy was, which is he married his like sixteen year old cousin or some shit like that, like a really really young ass cousin. And they lean yeah. into that. As opposed to like kind of like shying away from the controversy. So they kind of just told him like exactly how it was. Um, what's his name? I think it was Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid as, uh, as Jerry Lewis. Really, really solid performance. Like he got all of his mannerisms, all of his, um, you can put like side by side, like actual footage of him performing at a specific venue and compared it to the movie and is pretty, pretty, pretty close. Um, also, uh, like honorable mentions would be like, have you ever seen La Bamba with, uh,
0: oh, his, yeah.
3: um, what's his name? Um, Lou Diamond Phillips as, uh, Ricky Valens, Rick, uh, Richie Valens, Richie Valens. Yeah. Like the guy who sang La Bamba super, super dope shout outs. He's a Filipino too. So that was really cool. I think I'm super biased. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, Lou Diamond Phillips, solid movie. Um, <laughs> and the last really cool biopic would be like Amadeus. I think that's probably up there. Like from what I loved, like I kind of, I've kind of felt like they really captured the, the tension between Salieri and, and Mozart. That's a sick and, one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like just the jealousy between the two. Um I don't know. I thought it was just like really, really, really good performances in that shit. So I've
0: seen, so I've seen the movie poster for Amadeus, and I never knew what it was about. Yeah, <laughs> and I like, I had no idea that it was about Mozart. Yeah, I
4: think it's his gubby. <laughs> That's his gubby. <laughs>
0: Wolfgang Amadeus.
3: Think, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, but what was their whole like? What was their whole thing?
3: So he had beef with, like, he had a rival named Antonio Salieri and it was kind of just, like, Mozart would just talk bare shit to Salieri <laughs> and it made him crazy, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, the, the gist of it all. Um, was a yeah, they're just rivals. They're rivals. Yeah, and he,
4: Mozart basically ends up taking his spot in, like, the king's court or something. So, like, you know, people are trying to become, like, the, the band, the house band for, for the king. <laughs> um and Salieri I think is initially there but then Mozart comes in and you know he he's I I think he's he was a lot younger the new kid on
3: the block Yeah
4: yeah 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 not his experience but then he ends up so so now Salieri gets gets mad um which is kind of cool cuz you know yeah That's 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 big that's that's energy yo that's, that's and obviously you're, you're the walking. soundtrack is fire Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so you can kind of tie it to cuz i think it's it's really cool how you can tie it to something so long ago that you have no way of no real good accurate way of you know understanding it is visualized for you and you can kind of relate to it in a way that's a lot better than reading it or or you know yeah, yeah.
3: yeah i like watching
1: historic it. movies that make you want to like immediately pull up a wikipedia page after and like yeah. see how much of this is actually accurate and especially yeah. like i remember watching this when i was younger and you think about classical music and you're like oh probably some stuffy old white guy like wrote this music and then you learn that like oh Mozart <laughs> was like this young little shit who just like caused all this like trouble and like had all these parties and shit and that's like he was like yeah, rebellious yeah. in terms of making music and it's like
0: yeah. oh Cause a rock <laughs> He'd so then wild, for, yo, that's all he was. Would he be so Drake? Then, what?
4: <laughs> Would he be Drake back in
3: the day? No, he's like DMX, bro. So he's oh. classical Drake. <laughs> classical Drake.
0: A c- classical cause starting shit, so he's like classical soldier boy. <laughs> 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 so
3: oh
0: for, for the for the ones that you guys picked, do you have do you do you relate to these as like at all as musicians yourselves?
3: I pick.
4: I don't know man, I just like the music. <laughs> yeah, <same>. yeah, <laughs> I just like knowing just more is. about who what I who I like. It's kind of cool.
2: Yeah, even like the process and like the character and how they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff
0: like that. Yeah. So who would uh in, in the bitter and broke biopic? Um <laughs> what what would that
3: look like?
1: I want to know who's being cast go. for who. Yeah,
0: yeah it'll what be what
3: so sad. Ooh. It would be oh, so sad. Oh man, I would love fucking Danny DeVito to play me. <laughs> that's that would incredible. Be awesome. Can that would we be have awesome. three Danny Devitos? <laughs> <laughs> Give triple. One hundred percent. One or the other.
0: I think I think John Cho would probably be Yoshi.
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> relax, 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 relax. <laughs> I want, I want Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to relax <laughs> uh,
4: Nah for real But maybe like Martin Lawrence would be jokes
0: I think uh, I think <laughs> It would be Dante Basco Jeez And then Aaron would Aaron would be da- Daniel Day Kim Yes, yes. <laughs>
4: Wait What about What
3: if Jay was Freaking uh, Roberto so De Niro cool. uh, I, wanna I-, I wanna be Idris <laughs> I don't know if he's cool enough for Idris no no, 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 <laughs> no? no, no. I don't be MC Grinder
4: I want to be uh, who's that Forrest Whitaker
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I want him to play me like with the same energy that he had in The Last King of Scotland like I want to... <laughs> I think that would be a good one
0: Are you, so you're locking this choice in because this is this is will this will be who we're casting here.
4: Oh, oh oh okay so oh, Leo right. Leo Come back, in Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with Idris.
3: Okay, Vito. That's
2: a stupid
4: movie.
0: I think, oh, I think Yoshi God. should be...
2: Oh,
0: Yoshi yeah, should be Lucy Lou for sure.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlie
4: Charlie. Angels. I want Jackie Chan to play me. <laughs> <laughs> Tony
0: job. You know yeah Yo, Jackie Tan can actually sing. He's uh Yeah.
4: He had um uh he had a really successful um like a J-pop album he put out in the eighties or like the nineties.
0: J pop? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He put it out Japan in Japanese and he and he got real famous.
0: <laughs> Alright, well thanks for joining guys. Um um Uh, Really appreciate uh, the the musical experts from bitter Bitter and broke um, um, coming back onto the podcast and lending their insight, uh, mostly Forrest Whitaker related somehow uh, to our our music episode. Um, So as we always do, um, we're going to end it off with a a few movies that we're looking forward to. So um, uh, that are coming up soon. Yoshi, what uh, what are you looking forward to? Yoshi, what are you looking forward
4: to? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot which movie.
3: Eric, what are you looking looking forward forward to? to? (laughs) Probably Batman. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty obvious, you know, Batman movies are pretty solid. Also, I'm super excited to Robert Pattinson. Uh, The last trailer that came out looked pretty solid. Um, Yeah, super excited for the Batman.
0: All right. Uh, Jay,
3: what about you? Uh, super excited
2: about the the new Doctor Strange movie. Uh, really into Marvel and uh, that that storyline behind it. Uh, that whole multiverse per se, um, and even uh, there's a whole new movie of Buzz Lightyear. Um, just into the whole to- Toy Story stuff. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah.
0: Cool. Cool.
2: And
4: I remembered. Yoshi.
2: I remembered. I remembered. I remembered.
0: <laughs>
4: Friggin, for initially i was thinking expendables 4 just because jackie chan is in it but then um i think for me it has to be jackass forever man <laughs> it's just the nostalgia and and you know i like to see how they're all doing you know i heard not
2: Steve, doing well or...
4: doing pretty okay like he's he's got vegan and he's super clean and he, i don't think he touches alcohol either so you know that's interesting i want to still see if he's strong enough
0: <laughs> Dude,
4: Sad, sadly, on the other,
0: sadly on the other hand you have bam margera who's like
3: who's doing real bad right yeah now. isn't he in jail is he
4: i
0: don't know
1: uh,
4: yeah. yeah
1: he's not part of this movie
4: he's yeah a- <laughs> oh
3: yeah <laughs> he's, he's doing he's real not bad joining the movie
0: <laughs> um carson what about you <laughs>
1: Uh, I am looking forward to finally watching the movie that was top on my list of most anticipated 2021 movies, but got delayed. Um, so The Northman, which is now coming out 2022, uh, is like a Viking revenge movie uh, directed by the guy who did The Witch and The Lighthouse. Uh, it looks super violent and super well-made. Um, great cast. Looking forward to the, the trailer is everything I wanted it to be when I heard about it like a year ago.
0: all right um for uh myself i'm kind of looking forward to the scream movie scream five because uh historically i have not been able to watch scary movies because i'm a big bitch Um, (laughs) scream is one of the few that i can watch now um and i've i've which is unfortunate timing because the original one ones were better uh, and the later ones, I mean, they're they're all right. But I'm I'm following the story now, so I want to see what happens.
3: Have you been um, watching the show.
0: There's a show.
3: Wait, yeah, there's a, a Scream cinematic universe. Yeah, Netflix has at
0: least a season out. That's crazy. I will. I I am also looking forward to that. I've <laughs> 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 watched that. so thank you aaron um before we uh wrap it up uh would you like to shout out uh or uh plug some of your own uh some of your own projects and or your own band social media
3: whatever yeah yo get out uh oh shit wait what (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alright, their band is called Bitter and Broke. Check them yeah, out. Check
4: us out. It's on Instagram. Them, I'm
0: sure you'll find something.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Bitter X Broke on Instagram. Oh, sorry. Bitter
0: X Broke. Check us out. We're playing,
4: We're playing lots of random music, but I hope it sounds nice. I think it sounds nice. <laughs> We're going to edit all that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks
4: for having us, yo. Alright, see you
0: later, yo. Oh, no, I meant bye is like to cut off the, the, the recording. Oh.